Well, 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 hello there. It's Summer Benson here with you, and I am kaput. Today, I have one of my favorite people on the planet. She's not here next to me. Unfortunately, she is in her home in Arizona, but I would like to officially introduce you to Renata Martin. Renata, can you give us a hello? Hi, everyone from Scottsdale, Arizona, sunny, beautiful place. Ah, so sunny and beautiful. Renata is a Reiki master practitioner. Renata, if you could give us a little snippet of when someone says, what is a Reiki master? What do you say? Uh, The energy worker. That's my short introduction. Usually when I talk or introduce Reiki to people, I say I am or Reiki is energy, healing energy, but I am a Reiki energy worker. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. And as you mentioned, so you're in Scottsdale, Arizona. How long have you lived there? So you will be this May, 23 years. Wow. 23 years. I didn't realize it was that long. And let everyone know prior to 23 years ago, where did you live? So 23 years ago, I lived in Lithuania. And my quick story is that they always, when I was a little girl, I always wanted to live in the place where there are many beautiful palm trees and I can drive convertible. <laughs> and then, you know, we get older and life goes by and we forget about dreams. And then it so happened that higher power, whatever that was, just guided me and guided. And I, am, I end up in Arizona where actually there's a lot of palm trees and a lot of convertibles. <laughs> a lot of palm trees, a lot of convertibles. That is true. That's awesome. I didn't know that about you. Well, we will jump in and get started with the meat and potatoes of this episode. I am kaput for today. Um, Just to let everyone know that I've set the scene as I have in the uh, past episode. Renata, this is my, uh, thanks to Renata, I should say, my Archangel Michael candle. Such a pretty is beautiful picture of the archangel as well. Wow. I know. Yeah. And then the other item I have here to my left is this magical glitter globe with a cardinal, a mama cardinal and two babies. This is from- I wish yeah, I wish people can see that. It's yeah. so pretty. The sparkle mm, and the red. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's um it's from my mom and cardinals are a spirit animal that when you see one, anyone can see one at any point, anywhere, um, that it represents a loved one that's crossed over. So maybe we'll figure out who's here with us today. Um, That's yet to be, you know, figured out. Um, But we'll go ahead and just get get this party started. All right. So all of you know that I am kaput. We start with dark night of the soul, finding the fun, and then to the healing. And since we have a healer right here, um, I have a feeling this is a a time where maybe some of you want to get out some 
a little notebook and a pen, and maybe you'll need to write some things down to help yourself. Um, but just as a friendly reminder, when we talk about dark night of the soul, it's a difficult period marked with confusion, deep sadness, feeling hopeless, feeling helpless, a sense of withdrawal, of you know, self-isolation. And then it can lead to an ego death or a full surrendering to the divine. And that can mean a lot of things. You know, it, it, it's, it doesn't have to be um, God. And I know, Renata, you talk about that as well. It doesn't have to be. It can be higher source, a higher power. So with that being said, Renata, you can take a moment and think about a time in your life where you met the dark night of your soul and you were in this difficult period, what would that be? Well, there, there one story comes to my mind, uh, which happened four years ago or so when I was going through my divorce and, um, the beautiful thing that's part of the story as well. My, ex-husband and I were still in touch and we're very good friends today. But four years ago, that was a tough, tough, tough day that I would like to share with everybody and how I found the energy and believe in higher power and survived that moment. So uh, going through divorce, it is very tough time to go through because it affects us emotionally, physically, and I mean, in every possible level. And for those who have on top of it or had on top of it, anxiety and depression attached to it, left maybe a little bit lower self-esteem, that, that is like triple of what time whammy to go through. And that, that was me, I would say, four years ago. And I remember that we already were in the place of that we filed for divorce. So I knew we were going through the process, which was very challenging, very freeing sometimes feeling, knowing, you know, that I'm moving somewhere where maybe I will be happier and also giving a chance to my partner to be happier too. So there, there's a lot of variables attached to it, but emotionally it was very, very hard. I know for me and for him, but the, the situation that I would like to go through was a, the morning where I woke up already spiraling in anxiety attack. And what is that was for me, my experience was that I felt that, uh, I, that there was nothing that I can think about or do about or take an action about that it will work. And I remember lying down in bed um, so energetically drained and scared out of my mind that I looked at the phone by my nightstand, which was there. And my husband wasn't, my ex-husband wasn't at home. He was in gym that I wanted to reach out to, but they had no energy to do it. And plus it was gasping for air. So the, the anxiety was so escalated and some are, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, the anxiety was so high that I had no air coming through my lungs. So I was scared that I have no air to breathe. 
I knew that if I will allow myself to be in that place longer, it will get worse. So that triggered me even worse. And I had no energy to reach out to my nightstand to pick up the phone. Wow. It was so close to you and you could not. I, I was, my, I remember lying down in bed. I forced myself to turn my head and look at my phone on my nightstand. And I remember lifting my arm up and arm was shaking that I had like, no, and that's not a lie. That's true experience. I could not believe that there, there needed to be so much power and like mental power to push through because I knew there's no other way I needed to do it. I I honestly still don't remember how I did it, but I remember I texted my husband and I don't remember if that was voice texting or or physical one, but that was a, some of you talked a little bit about, you know, the struggle going through divorce and anxiety and how, how rough that is. Yeah. And what happened was I found a way to text him. And of course that was a relief. However, I still remember the anxiety escalating because I wasn't sure if he's getting the message or not. So my mind was still triggering me. So I'm still was spiraling, you know, you no concept of time. It sounds like you didn't know had two minutes gone by or an hour. Yes. Yeah. And it was, it was so scary. I remember looking at the vent where the air was flowing and going to the vent because my, 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 pipes were closing down from, from the stress and, and anxiety. And I remember lifting my head up and forcing myself to breathe, to open my mouth. So between not being able actually to reach for the phone, making yourself to crawl out, get up, reach for the vent and breathe. It it was awful experience. So anyway, to forwarding forward, they hope that's not too dark. Or maybe no. I, I mean, it, it's it's like that um, when you're on an airplane and they say if you need your oxygen mask. I mean, I imagine that this is you just struggling to get to something that you know can kind of be a tangible. Like I feel air. This is air. I know that it, like you can inhale that to like try to you know invigorate some form of life back into you. That's scary. That's right. You know, and the, 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 there was so much going on in my mind because I'm pretty generally is shocked. I mean, this whole experience is still shocking to me how unequipped and how scared, how unequipped I was and how scary it is to go through that anxiety attack, like anxiety attack, like that, to that, you know, extent, however, Going through, so my, my, my happy ending story was, yes, my, my ex-husband came home and that was very soothing. So I knew I will have help and everything else, but also, I don't know, just going through an experience like this, I mean, it's definitely showed me that it's not, was not my time to go, no matter what my mind was saying, you know, that I do have more energy to fight through that I didn't think I had, um, you know, go finishing through the, you know, completing the divorce and everything else we survived and we're still good friends. So everything worked for the better, but surrendering and fighting for survival, that was very interesting experience, you know, because no matter as a humans, how dark place we go to, there's still this, I don't know if I even thought about believing in higher power at that time, but I, re- I know I was fighting for it. 
you're fighting for something. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was fighting for to survive, you know, that instinctual internal feeling of I'm not, maybe it's not my time yet. I, I just want to live, you know, going up towards that vent to have air blowing into your mouth. And I remember my chest was so tight, like somebody hold your breathing pipes and your lungs like in, in two hands like this and squeezing. Oh. I mean, it was awful. But anyway, you know, so I think that's also for me, this horrible, horrifying maybe experience to go through, but having compassion to others. When somebody shared with me, you know, shares with me as a client come to the session or mentioned to me, you know, I, I have problems with anxiety and depression. I, I so it. understand that. Yeah. You get it firsthand. Cause out of curiosity, how long were you two together? Like from before marriage, from the start to marriage? To- yes. Yeah, so we were, our story was we knew each other longer than we were married. So I think we were married 10 years and we knew each other for, sorry, we knew each other for 14 years total. So I think we were married like five, maybe. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. you were, to, you were connected for a long period of time. Yeah, we were, we were, but you know, like relationships are unfortunately sometimes as we speak, you know, with the girlfriends and we, we, you know, choose the partner sometimes and we're so excited. And then one starts, decides to go one direction, another goes another direction and things doesn't work. But yeah, I mean, thanks God he was there. And that's another thing, you know, we were married, but we were already in the we were all the divorce was already going real I was just living in the house still and still him coming back and helping me out and yeah and that feeling of it wasn't your time um like you I know we've talked about um not only does Renata uh, practice Reiki, but she's also an incredible mentor. And I have shifted my life so greatly because of her in the last um, couple of months here. And do you think like the 17 second rule or the canceling of thoughts? I know you, you said you weren't even sure how you got your hand to the phone and the text at that stage, you are, you were a Reiki practitioner at that point, right? You weren't. Oh, oh my God. So, okay. No, it wasn't. Yeah. That's, that's before 17 second rule. Yeah. Wow. So mm-hmm. I think that's pretty incredible that you came from such a dark place and then talk to me about was that part of the reason maybe why you wanted to, you know, change the arc of your story and become a healer, a practitioner of some kind? So I, yes. Yeah. So I've been, so I became a Reiki, it was Sui Reiki master practitioner last year. That's when I started. I would never know this, everybody. Okay. Like literally you operate from a place that this has been your, your, uh, profession, your entire life. I would never know that. Well, so, so I, and there's a story attached to it and I will try to keep it as short as possible, but anyway, so 
there, I've, I've been in the healing field for, for all my life. And meaning, um, you know, I grew up in Lithuania. And so my grandma and mom would get sick, like really badly sick with the cough and, you know, the snoozies and all this, you know, kids kind of thing and, and, and fever. And so my first thing will be at home, go drink some tea, you know, with honey. If your fever is high, let's, let's use some alcohol. Let's rub your body. You know, if it's kind of all natural, you know, so my daughter then got really, really sick when she was a few months old and all doctors were saying, yeah, we'll see her until she will be 16 years old. And um, she had urology problems and I, I was lying down in hospital with her with that, you know, little thing and seeing kids actually not making. So because of complications, and I, I remember saying, no, there should be something more. And we found the doctor and he was using a lot of uh, Chinese uh, techniques, healing techniques. And she, a year later, we took her back to hospital and doctors did testing and scanning and couldn't find anything. So, you know, I, yeah, that's, that's unbelievable story. So for me, I always felt like there's something more, there's something more, there's something more. And Anyway, so turning time to now, um, when I was married, and and that's right before divorce, I remember sitting on the patio meditating, and I was saying, why well, I don't feel fulfilled? My life, like, there's plenty of money. I have a partner. We can do this. We can do that. Why I don't feel satisfied? Why I don't do that? You know, what's the matter with me? And I knew that I don't have my why. Mm-hmm. I don't have my dream. I, I, but then I'm like, okay, what do you want? What are you missing? Because I've always been in service. You know, I was dance teacher, ballroom teacher for most of my life. And then, you know, real estate and, you know, and so for me, it was like, what is it? Why, how do you want to serve? And I'm like, I want to hear health was always priority. Health, well-being, whole, whole body, you know? So then I met, of course, my, my, I, I had a friend who was in Reiki field and he started telling me about Reiki. I'm like, oh my God, this is that, this is it, that's it. you know, that this is it. So that's what happened. That's last year. I went and then did my certification. I went to the first class. I wasn't sure if I want to do it. And during the first class break, I text my friend and I said, I want to take Reiki two. I want to take Reiki three. And that's where I got my Reiki master. And this year after working and I started practicing immediately, immediately. And so when I met a lot of clients and worked with them, I felt like I need more. I need more tools, more tools. And I was very prepared to do mentoring same time. And so I did this year, I did my another certification, which is uh, Holy Fire Reiki. I did master teacher. I actually can teach as well. And so this is like four years ago when I went through my anxiety attack, there's nothing was related to healing. Nothing. Like, no 17 seconds rule, what they teach all my clients. I wish I knew. I wish I knew. That's pretty incredible that you were just hanging on by a thread. You didn't have any of those tools and something. Yes, your your partner at the time, your ex-partner was able to show up, but it was your hand that finally got to the phone to send the text. It was you that saw the vent 
and needed to breathe. Like I can, I can just sort of like have this image of you clawing your way um, around to, you know, to kind of, to lift yourself up. Um, I, Summer, I do, I honestly still don't remember how I got to the vent. Well, like we're talking about it. I don't remember from the bed to the vent, how I did it. I don't remember. I was, I was so scared because I couldn't breathe. Like there's no, because I was crying so hard from anxiety, like full blown voice, you know, when, when you scream almost. Yeah. That, that escalated anxiety even, I mean, it was, yeah. Well, we, we all have a lot of strength in us without knowing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I can relate. I think a lot of people when they say, oh, I'm in a, I'm having a panic attack. I'm having anxiety. Unless you've really, really had one, there's a part of me that gets a little irritated when people are like, oh, I'm going to have an anxiety attack. It's like, unless you really know what that is, like that, that you really feel like you are going to die. That is, you're close. You're buttoned up with death. And like you say, you surrendered to something and somehow you went from A to B to C and then he showed up and, and you, you got to the other side. Did you find, um, did you find anything funny or peculiar or absurd in the circus type way? This is something I always try to look for the funny in dark times to kind of help me thrust me out of the sadness, the, the depth of despair was there anything that you can think of that? And it's okay if there's not, but is there anything you can think of even now that has happened to you or happened at that time? Uh, you know, I'm, I do honestly, in most cases, and that's what I'm actually working on right now. My goal is for me to lighten up a little bit because I'm a little too serious, like a person. You know? Wait, 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 wait. I, this, this is going to be the, the moment where I'm going to interject a, 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 something that Renata did one time and I get a text message and it's evening. It's, it's later for me than it is for her. And I get a text message and it's a little video of Renata saying that she's basically on a, a lovely date. And I can see like, there's, you know, there's like a glass in the background and then the camera swings over. It's like, and here is a picture, um, the image I see of a $100 bill and she's on a date with Benjamin Franklin. Now, if that's not funny shit, I don't know what is, but tell everyone what the song was playing. Then you were, what were you doing with Ben? With Big Ben. Yeah, T- Tina Turner, right? The, the, yeah. That was Tina Turner. Which one? Like, I'm the best? Or what is that? Simply the best. Simply the best. Here we go. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I definitely, thank you for reminding me about it. That's that was hilarious. <laughs> like, this uh, is so brilliant. I, I, I cracked up. I cracked up. So the power, the power, this is silliness, which I think, uh, like I said, I'm working on it and I'm trying to pull as many magics from so many different sleeves as I can (laughs) to lighten up my reality. Sometimes again, we, we, the imagination or the power of mind is so we don't have clue what is available still for us. So 
I decided one evening, I'm like, well, okay. So if I sometimes catch myself struggling, <laughs> that maybe, <laughs> you know, the finances there come up sometimes for me. I'm like, what can I do? So I've watched you videos about um that we can whatever we think everything can materialize i'm like let's involve our mind that night to maybe bring more abundance to our lives so i put the tina turner like always the powerful lady who like has nice beat and even if we're not in the mood incredible things doesn't she have the most incredible wings? Oh okay god. sorry to interrupt okay that's oh my god but for me every single time when i hear her music i'm like even i'm like my shoulder always yeah. <laughs> my shoulders start moving <laughs> and i will see like my butt start you know shaking maybe yes and so i i that 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 night and maybe we had session too and that propelled to you know me stepping up a little bit in my energy do do funny funny things when was maybe financial situation coming in anyway as I remember I was like money what if I will have the dollar bill and you know lift my the dollar bill above my head and start wiggling down and I will look up and imagine it's like falling down above me like what about adding maybe music so I closed my eyes and Tina was you know blasting in the background and they had a hundred dollar bill above my head and I was dancing and imagining I'm just showering myself with hundred dollar bill I'm like let's take it even further yeah yes yes it's like you're at a um, at a strip club and like you know somebody's just throwing well, this is a little bit <laughs> but I remember strip club, but yes we get it and so I, I I was preparing dinner same time you know like oh I can put it, I have maybe dinner with the $100 bills. <laughs> and that's why I sent you the video. I'm like, yeah, let's just take it. Let's just follow the guidance. <laughs> so, that's, yeah. Uh, I love yeah. that. I love, because that's, that's what I mean. It's that kind of stuff. Like something absurd can happen. Um, or it, as I, you know, we talked about um, one of my incredible acting teachers, you know, back when I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, Betty Carlin, she would always say comedy is the truth times two. So I don't know for you that night, it might've been times a hundred since it was big Ben on that $100 bill. But um, I love that kind of playfulness that, um, you know, came literally came into, uh, into the picture. Um, It's, it's those kinds of things that I feel like, yeah, if we can, dive into some of the silly and the you know the little cuckoo parts that happen um it can certainly help us definitely Um, you know truly it's really summer you know I always preach about energy always and what we think you know has a vibration becomes a feeling and then we project that energy and energy leaves because you know energy has no boundaries and we receive the same thing back at us So that, you know, absolutely, I so agree about finding even in dark places, some humor, or when we catch ourselves going into maybe serious place, which is definitely, I can use my example, to find the humor or lightness or some sunshine or, Yeah. yeah, so important. So, so important. Absolutely. Well, and the fact that you talk about um, and I know we're, we're probably getting close on time here, but one other um, 
piece that it made me think of when you're talking about that, that despair, that moment that you're in trying to gasp uh, for air and to breathe. And it's not like you were cursing your partner's name and, you know, you know, up and down talking shit about him. And, you know, the fact that if you had done that, that could have turned on you in a different direction, right? Like you were still operating from a place of compassion for him. And it sounds like so much love that, you know, the fact that you guys can still be friends. Um, And it sounds like that was mutual, that it's probably, you know, was a deep sadness that you, your relationship ended, but that you were not projecting negativity on him. Um, And that's something too, that Renata has been really teaching me to make sure that, um, you know, what is, what I'm thinking about and what I'm putting out there is in a positive light. But if I go to the, you know, screw you place that I need to cancel and you er, cancel, cancel abort mission, and then rewrite the sentence. So 17 second rule. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because good and bad comes back. And this is so powerful. If we truly start believing in it, we'll make life so much better. Because the goodness, the, the, the happiness, the love, it doesn't matter where we end up with the relationships. doesn't matter. Yeah. There is a reason for it. It's always for the better, right? Another door is opening, but send the love. And, and yeah, you're right. In that situation, I did lean into him because I trusted yeah. Trusted my heart and trusted him, his heart that he will help me. And he did. And he did. And noth- as another Renataism is saying, um, nothing is accidental. And by the way, y'all, don't worry. Renata is going to be a frequent flyer. She is going to be back on the show here with on a regular basis. So this is just, you know, a little a little sprinkling of who Renata is and we will be, um, you know, working together and you'll be learning more about her. You'll be learning more about, um, you know, what she practices, whether it's within Reiki or her mentoring sessions. Um, I'm also going to link your information, but as a quick little commercial, if you would please share your information of how people can get in contact with you. Uh, so my, I am, I am on three different platforms right now. I am on Facebook, uh, which is my just Facebook, Renata Kulikiniene, uh Facebook page, which is not Martin. That's another one. <laughs> but oh. um, that's okay. My website is uh, onenessreikibyrenata.com. And you always can find me one this week, Renata, uh, Renata by Renata is Instagram page. Sorry, I mumbled it. Uh, and we're building up also the YouTube page as well, because I want to spend a little bit more time doing um, public Reiki sessions uh, where there's a lot of healing going on with that and reaching more as possible, as many people as possible this year, especially females. My focus is 45 and older females daily healing well-being yeah it's awesome yeah you really uh and we'll get into this more but renata has really put a spotlight on my cracks that doesn't sound right (laughs) good cracks (laughs) yeah i don't know um has really put a spotlight on parts of me that have needed to 
I don't know what I'm trying to say, just to have needed to shift and needed to, uh, to grow in a different light. But yeah, well, we are going to wrap it up and, and say goodbye now. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to share before we make our way on to the, the rest of our evenings? Yes, I would like to tell you how happy I am that you're doing what you're doing with your podcast, the messages that you share with everyone, how much love you have and experience to, to better other lives. And that's, that's cannot be more important than better because you are my client as well to see you, you know, following your path and doing something that lights you up daily. So thank yeah. you. And thank you for allowing me to be part of this podcast. Of course. It only took us four times. I think <laughs> y'all, yeah. we, yeah. we had a lot of technical difficulties, but I'm so glad that we did because I feel like we, we arrived in the best place today with, um, with this recording in particular. So I'm so grateful for you, Renata. I, could go on and on and on. And so we will go on and on when I have you come back and you'll take us on, on some more journeys of how to, how to keep trying to get the air out of the vent into our lungs. Right. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. Well, it's Summer Benson and Renata here with you and we are Cup Cup (laughs) Wood.